10 to 1, episode 23. Top 10 comic book characters. Welcome to 10 to 1, the podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Melissa Kozer. And I am Ryan Kozer. Today we're joined with another special guest, my brother Zach Kozer. Hello everyone. And Zach is here to help us talk about comic book characters. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Zach, and then tell us about why you like comic books. Well, I'm from Louisiana. I'm 14, uh, currently when you're watching, or when we recorded this. And uh, I'm really glad to be talking about comic book characters because, I mean, I love comic books and I love movies that come from comics. I've watched a lot of the Marvel movies, the Avengers, and uh, the Spider-Man movies, and I really like those. I actually haven't read too many actual comics, but a lot I've uh, read on the internet, bits and pieces here and there. So yeah, I'm really into comics, and I'm really excited about this list. Awesome. Yeah, I've read some comic books, although not really any recently. Seen a lot of those comic book movies... Melissa, I don't know that you've read many comics, is that right? But you've seen movies? Yeah, I've I've read a few comics, but most of my exposure to this has been through movies and some of the TV shows that came out recently. So we all like comic books, but the main reason we're doing this list is because the podcast that we listen to, Sci-Fi Christian Podcast, is doing their top 50 comic book characters as voted on by their listeners. We sent in our 10 favorites for their list and so since we already had a top 10 list we figured why not make a podcast episode about it and then funny enough when zach was visiting us he and we asked him about doing a podcast with us he said how about comic book characters so that fit in perfectly so let's go ahead and get started with my number 10 and my number 10 is a dc villain the riddler Nice. Cool. With his zany green suit. Yep, always got the zany green suit with all the question marks. (laughs) Kind of tacky, kind of tacky. But, I don't know, I've always liked the Riddler in the old Batman TV show, the real cheesy one, (laughs) in the Batman cartoons. I don't know, just his cerebral nature, the way he's always setting these really silly riddles for Batman and Robin. Um, even And in comic books, they made him a little less silly, and he's, uh, I think, obsessive-compulsive, and he just has to, he basically has to tell people about what he's doing, and that's how they explain it. And uh, there's some interesting interesting comic book series or, or issues with him uh, in the Batman comics, so yeah, um, I'm not sad, I guess, that he's not been in any, or, well, he has been in some Batman movies, not the new ones so that's probably okay i don't know that he would be a great fit for a live action movie he'd probably would be too cheesy with all his little riddles and rhymes jim carrey was pretty cheesy as the riddler you should go on youtube and and see some clips of that it's it's pretty cheesy but yeah i like him yeah i think either he's really dumb like a bunch of other villains or he's just a creep who there was a similar thing on a FBI show, and there's a creep mm-hmm. who gives out clues as to his whereabouts, just to like kind of taunt the 
the FBI agent, so I, mm-hmm. I think he might be like that. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. That's my number 10. That's a pretty good choice. The Riddler. Well, bless your heart. <laughs> my number 10 is a lot better than The Riddler. Uh, it is Alfred, Batman's butler. <laughs> yes. He's such a fun <laughs> character. And uh, at first you think he's just, you know, this old man who uh, used to serve uh, Bruce's parents and now he serves uh, young Master Bruce. But it turns out he used to work in uh, M16 or what is, what's the MI5? British? MI5, yeah. I don't know why I said M16. That's a rifle, right? Anyway, but uh, I like M16. Yeah, it uh, it turns out he used to work in in that agency, so he's got these uh, this cool knowledge and cool Smile. background. Yeah, and I just like how he's so unafraid of big old bad Batman. You know, Bruce comes in and he's all serious, and he, we got to do this to save the world and. And Alfred will reply with some little quip about, okay, well, what about all these bruises on you? How are we going to explain that to the public? So whether it's in the cartoon or in the movies, the live-action movies, he's he's just pretty great. Yeah, well, uh, Batman usually doesn't save the world. Usually it's just Gotham, but uh, it, it's, it's still fun yeah. to watch him in action with Batman. And I, I, I like, too, that he's... You can tell he genuinely cares for Bruce and would do anything for him. So that's my number 10, Alfred. Maybe I'll even look up and see if he has a last name. Pennyworth. Oh, yes, I did know that, but I'd forgotten. Okay, so uh, good number 10s. My number 10 is probably a character that I'm guessing neither of you have heard of before. His name is Salvo. Heard of him. Oh, really? No, actually. I knew you hadn't. (laughs) Well, my number 10 is Salvo. He's a Marvel villain. Uh, He's an alien uh, from the planet Neo, and he has some really cool abilities. Um, To tell the truth, I have never read a a comic with him. Like, I've seen stuff with him on the internet, but I've never actually read a comic with him. Uh, He has peak human strength speed, endurance, and reflexes, but definitely his coolest ability is he can uh, morph his body into a biometal state. So he basically turns metal, and then he can shape shapeshift his body parts into guns, and the <laughs> ammunition feeds from his body. So I can just imagine he's tied up in a chair, and suddenly... out er, like his foot forms into a pistol, and he shoots a guy. That's just cool. Huh. That does sound That's cool. interesting. It sounds like a character that might show up further on my list. So even though he's only been in, I think it was three Marvel comics, his ability is just so cool, I just <laughs> had to put him on the list. So does he lose weight when he shoots bullets? Uh, I'm not sure. It didn't really say. Because oh, that would be a really interesting weakness. That would. But uh, he dies by getting t- torn apart by Magneto, the X-Men villain. Oh, that's so that's sad. Another, that's another good weakness. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Was it a good weakness? If he died you know from I mean. it? It makes an interesting story. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so yeah, that's my number 10, Salvo. Nice, nice. All right, my number nine is Kitty Pride. Wait, from what? The Marvel Comics. Oh, oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I think she goes by Shadowcat most of the time. <laughs> yeah. As her, but not all the time. Sometimes she goes by some other thing, some other code names, so... 
go with Kitty Pride. And when she first started out in the comics, she was the young, new mutant in in the X-Men and sort of the audience stand-in. You sort of saw everything through her eyes as she's joining this team and making new friends. And then um, as she gets older, she becomes a teacher in the school and really takes on more responsibility. And, you know, you see her relationships with the other X-Men. And, yeah, she's a really neat character. And her her superpower is pretty cool. She can um, basically turn herself intangible and phase in and out of things. And that's really, really powerful. Like, uh, there's one What If Marvel, which is sort of the uh, parallel universe Marvel Adventures. It's made up where all the other Marvel stories are real. Yeah. And uh, if you know what I mean. And so there's one, it's called what if Marvel or what if Wolverine killed the Marvel universe, something like that. And he basically goes crazy and starts killing everybody. And since he's pretty much unstoppable, he kills almost everybody. And the only way that he's able to be stopped is Kitty Pride phasing his adamantium skull out of his head. Uh, Moment of silence for parallel universe Wolverine. Wow, that's dark. It is really dark, but kind of cool superpower. So that's, that's Kitty Pride. What do you guys think? Um, the only thing that I think is kind of odd with her superpower, it's kind of odd that she doesn't start phasing through the Earth. So can she, like, have shoes that can't be phased through or something? Oh, yeah, that's that's totally a question. I mean, there's there's things like this. There's a Star Trek episode where all of the, uh, or two of the crew members went out of phase, and so they were invisible. But, yeah, why weren't, why weren't they going through the spaceship? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's physically impossible, but pretty much all of the superhero. But then again, comics powers. are mostly yeah, the powers are, are mostly impossible. So I don't think about it. I don't worry about it too much. <laughs> Just don't apply your brains to this. Just relax, sit back, enjoy the storyline, and and don't think about it. It's all in good fun. It's like watching Doctor Who. All right. Well, staying on topic and moving on to my number nine, <laughs> it's the Blue Beetle, oh, specifically really? mm. Jamie Reyes. Uh, I just think wow. the idea of a young uh, teenage kid, okay, yeah, we've heard this story all the time about young okay. teenage kid is so awesome and they gain little powers and so forth. But it actually is really cool because Jamie has stumbled upon this ancient scarab that uh, gives him these great abilities so it can form armor around him. He can create guns out of his fists like mm. uh, you were talking about. Well, I don't with- know if he can out of his feet or anything. Or his nose. I'm sure he could. Could you imagine uh, shooting a person with your nose? Well, because the armor <laughs> covers his whole body, so it's he can do like all sorts of crazy things. Hmm. And he can go out into outer space, and, and the, the scarab itself is kind of this mystical unknown. They're trying to figure out what exactly is it, and where did it come from, and why did it attach itself to him, and... So it's it's kind of the whole idea of it where what if this happened to you? You're just this ordinary kid, uh, you know, living with your family and then this really freakish thing happened to you and you want to go out and fight and save the world. And I like that uh, in the couple comics I've read, you know, his parents are still trying, you know, make sure you go to school. <laughs> I'm off to save the world. Okay, make sure you get your homework done too. <laughs> yep. And also his family is really supportive of him. You know, it's not this big, I can't believe you're a superhero and and no, son, you can't do this. But no, they encourage him to do it. 
and make sure he gets a good education as well. So that's my number nine, the Blue Beetle. Nice. Yeah, uh, so you saw him first in the Batman Brave and Bold cartoon? Yeah, I did. And then I looked up a, a couple of comic books for him as well. Okay, cool, cool. No offense, but he kind of sounds like something that would be on Spongebob. Actually, I was thinking he sounded similar to your number 10 with uh, guns he can form. Yep, Salvo. Yeah, yep. Salvo. Kind of similar. All right, so what's yep. your number nine? Okay, so my number nine is my favorite Spider-Man villain, Electro. Yeah, Electro, with his kind of corny-looking yellow and green suit, <laughs> but for some reason, I just love that yellow, kind of silly-looking mask. I always have, and so I was really with sad. With lightning bolts coming out of it. Yeah, I was really sad in the new movies when they had Electro, but they didn't have the corny, yeah. awesome yellow mask. That would not have worked at all in a movie, I don't think. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, I've liked Electro ever since I've read Spider-Man comics. He he came really close to killing Spider-Man uh, because Spider-Man went up to touch him. And when he does, Electro zaps him and Spider-Man is knocked out cold. And Electro thinks he must be dead. So he is overconfident like a lot of villains uh, in the Marvel and DC universe. But uh, I really like Electro because Spider-Man... He almost dies from touching him, and so later on, Spider-Man gets rubber equipment and is eventually able to beat Electro, but it's kind of funny, in the first uh, comic series, the thing that finally beats Electro is a water hose. <laughs> nice. Sometimes it's just the simplest things that can defeat the greatest enemies. Yeah, so if I ever meet Electro, I'm gonna be like, have a super soaker, squirt gun, or something like that. <laughs> Maybe just, uh... I don't know, but there are a lot of other uh, heroes and villains in the Marvel and DC universes that would be really good against Electro, like Hydra Man. He has powers of water and stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, any Anything you guys wanted to say about that? Uh, he's pretty good. I think I mostly remember him from that PlayStation Spider-Man game we had <laughs> growing up. PlayStation yep. 1 game. He's pretty good in that. <laughs> I mean, he sounds interesting, but uh, like... I said earlier, my knowledge of comic book characters is quite limited, and so I didn't even know he existed. <laughs> well, we did see the movie with him. He was the the blue, the blue electrically charged guy in the Amazing oh, Spider-Man too. Man, he was lame. Yeah, in that movie, he's Sorry. not as good in Agreed. that movie as in the comics. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah, that was my number nine, Electro. All right, that's a good choice. Yeah, Spider-Man, I think, has the best. Uh, group of villains yeah, in marvel so. um, all right my number eight is a marvel superhero mm -hmm. nightcrawler oh nice yes the blue demonic looking <laughs> uh, teleporting agile superhero uh, one of the x-men and let's see i like him i like his fighting style i like sort of agile superheroes for one thing and the uh, teleportation that he has really helps with that. If you've seen X2, the X -Men, the second X-Men movie, he opens up the movie by attacking the White House. <laughs> and yeah, uh, maybe we can... I'll see if that clip is on YouTube because I thought that was really cool. I'll have to see if it holds up. I haven't seen it in a few years, but uh, yeah, Nightcrawler. Uh, he looks kind of demonic, but he's actually Catholic. So he's actually a Christian, I believe, even in 
trying to remember if it was either the X-Men cartoon or the X-Men video game. I think it was X-Men cartoon. He witnesses to Wolverine. So that was kind of interesting that they put that into a cartoon. And I think in the video game, he talks about uh, God's design and things like that. And then they have um, the character Beast that then talks about um, evolution and is sort of a you know counterpoint to that. But anyway, Nightcrawler, uh, yeah, he's a really interesting character. Yeah, really nice guy. Wasn't and he? Wasn't he one of the villains in the X two? He was mind controlled. Oh, yeah, he's a good guy. He's Oops. a good guy. So. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> so yeah, blue, good color, teleporting, agile. Nightcrawler is pretty I like cool. Him. I like him. Christian. Yeah. Christian, so. There you go. Nightcrawler, my number eight. Well, sure. I mean, he didn't make a super big impression on me from the X-Men movies, but... Uh, he says the Lord's Prayer. I wasn't super impressed by those movies either the first time I watched them. <laughs> I am intrigued to go see, go watch them again and see if they hold up better, but anyway. Hmm. My number eight is from the DC-verse, I think. And it's a gunslinging cowboy named Jonah Hex. Never heard of him. He is so cool. Okay, so he has, on one side of his face, he just looks normal. But on the other side, he's got this horrible scar uh, on his face where one eye is bulging madly. And then uh, the skin on his cheek is is partially gone to where it's exposing his teeth. Uh, And so... he looks really, uh, I don't know. like Two-Face. Yeah, kind of like Two-Face. Yeah, that's oh, a good okay. analogy. I, th- I think I've seen that guy once on a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know that, I don't think he has really any special abilities per se, mm-hmm. no. but he can't, he was able to travel through time, I think, in the Justice League, and he hunts down uh, lawbreakers. And he's got a surly attitude, but he's always very uh, kind of the surly gentleman, I guess. <laughs> got this code of honor that he <laughs> abides by, and he's always out to get the bad guy and bring him in, bring him to justice. Oh, and he's one. a dead shot with his his guns. Uh, just a real interesting character. Great cowboy. Uh, I was t- looking up online trying to see how he got scarred, but I couldn't. I didn't see it online. Do you know, Brian, how no, he got I'm that scar? Okay. No, I, I don't really know much about his backstory, actually. Yeah. They made a movie about it. I've heard it's pretty bad. I'm sure it is. Yeah, if I probably. haven't heard about it, then it's pretty bad. <laughs> it was but, probably low budget. But I know on the on the Batman animated series, and pretty much every time I've seen him in uh, uh TV series, uh, it always gets more interesting. Just because he's there. So that's my number eight, Jonah Hex. All right, nice. Uh, my number eight is the Trickster. He's a DC villain. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, Flash villain. Yeah, yeah. Yep, a Flash villain. We're talking about, uh, especially in the real people show, The Flash. Live action? Yes, On thank CW. you. The CW show, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Hamill. He is so <laughs> great as the Trickster. Yep. Yeah, I just... Man, he he's he's so convincing that he's really insane in real life. He's so great <laughs> for that role. And uh the trickster is kind of similar to uh the Riddler a little bit, 
he's also kind of similar to the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC has a lot of those kind of crazy random villains, mm-hmm. but um, he has a bunch of random gadgets, like in the one uh, Justice League cartoon, he has this gun that shoots out snot. It's like a big nose, but it's actually <laughs> acid. Wow. Uh, yeah, so he has a bunch of random, really weird things that you wouldn't really think of as being a weapon, but they find a way to kind of make it funny and make him villainous at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mark Hamill also played him in the cartoon. Yeah. And uh, in the old 90s yep. Flash TV show as well. Yep. Yeah, so that was cool. They were able to get him back for the CW version. Mm-hmm. He's also played the Joker in... Several mm-hmm. cartoons, and I think he played him in the new movie that came out that had the Joker, The Killing Joke, I believe it was called. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, he's really good at playing crazy people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It's the laugh. And in case you don't know who Mark Hamill is, he is most famous for playing Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, that's my number eight. Trister. Good choice. That was a good one. That was good to see him. Playing that role. All right, on to my number seven. Dot dweet, dot 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 dweet. Oh, <laughs> the tick. <laughs> oh man, which is a uh, cartoon, also a comic book series, and it's a farce. It's a it's a parody of of superheroes, and the tick himself is really clueless. He's super strong and indestructible, but he generally doesn't know what's going on. He always says random silly things and uh, makes strange comparisons and strange inspirational speeches. Life is like a well-tossed salad, but you don't eat it, you'll live it. (laughs) Yep, or (laughs) beware the second head of science, Arthur. (laughs) And uh, such things like that. So it's, it's a really silly cartoon. And uh, I actually haven't read any of the comic books from him, but I, I, I'm pretty sure it's the a really similar thing. There's a couple live action TV shows that I haven't seen, but I've heard at least the first one was not very good. I think there's one that's current right now. So who knows? Maybe we'll check that out. Hmm. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed the, the Tick cartoon and uh, all the all the other characters along with him. Yeah, you guys should check it out if... Uh... If you're in the mood for just some silly fun, and seriously, this is really retarded fun, but it's it is very silly and fun. Go check it out. It it is on YouTube, and I think you guys will enjoy it. Yeah, I've actually only seen it a couple times, but of what I've seen, I love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> and yeah. each episode has pretty memorable lines. Yeah, very quotable. So that's my number seven. Yeah. yeah. Probably my favorite villain from that show is the Midnight Bomber, what bombs at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) I like Chairface Chippendale, a guy with a chair for a face. For a head, actually. All right. Yeah, The Tick made my uh, one of my honorable mentions. I considered him for this list. Okay, so my number seven is Daredevil. Especially uh, the only version I've seen of him is... In the TV show recently that aired on Netflix. And it's played by Charlie Cox. And in that version, uh, it is really interesting to watch how he's played. So Daredevil is a boy who was blinded 
by a Avacid. He was uh, he saved a man's life, pushed him out of the way of a oncoming truck. But in the mean, but in the process, he uh, got acid into his eyes, and so now he can't see. But it heightened every other sense that he has, so he can sense the world around him through his, you know, his touch, his taste, his smell, his sense of hearing. And, like, he can hear uh, people's breathing, he can hear their heartbeats, really tiny things. And so he's learned how to manage all this so that it's not too much information, this, you know, great influx of information that would just drive you mad. And he learned... Uh, a bunch of fighting styles, and now he's fighting crime in the in New York, mm-hmm. the I believe it is province of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, what a name, Daredevil in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's really cool. I think he's got a really awesome uh, costume. The name is neat. Uh, the he poses as a lawyer during the day, which he actually is a lawyer. <laughs> But it's interesting watching him go back and forth from mid- pretending to be bl- completely blind and pretty helpless to still blind, but not really per se, since he can practically see with all his other senses and then being able to really beat people up bad. Yeah, and he can sometimes, quote unquote, see what other people cannot. Like, if there's someone that's just outside of where he is, then he can tell it's someone right so he can he can see quote-unquote in the dark you know because where other people are blind in pitch black he can move around freely now if his hearing gets impacted say from a really loud blast or something that really is uh detrimental to him Mm. and makes it hard for him to be able to tell what's going on around him yeah so I'm not that's sure. A weakness. I'm not sure if I like his original yellow and black suit more or his all red one because I don't know. It's almost too much red. Red is my favorite color, but hmm. I think it might be too much red actually. Interesting. I think the yellow and black one looks like a blind person <laughs> came up with that costume. <laughs> I've seen. I've read a little bit of comics with him, but for the most part, all I all I know is the TV show. Yeah, I wasn't interested in his comics at all, but the. I'd say the Daredevil TV show is the best Marvel uh, has put out for movies, TV shows, or anything. Uh, Season one of Daredevil is definitely my favorite. Uh, Definitely not family-friendly. There's a lot of language. And And it's pretty dark. It's like R-rated. It would be R-rated for violence if it were a movie. Yeah. Um, So, viewer caution, strongly recommended. Right. Maybe I'll check it out in 10 years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, good choice. Not on my list, because I don't care for the superheroes so much, but the character on the TV show, A+. plus, Very good. Yep. Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. So, what's your number... What are we on? Seven? All right. My number seven is Batman, the DC superhero. Whoa. Well, I thought he'd be higher on your list. One of the reasons I put him on this list is because he's Batman. Nice. Um... I actually think he's overrated, but 
I can tell you guys are related. But he's the only overrated superhero that I really like. I can get behind that. Okay. Because, like, sometimes there's, like, crossovers where he blocks Captain America's punches or something like that. Oh, yeah. And Captain America has super strength, so it would probably break his arm. But, <laughs> so I think he's overrated. Um, I do know that when he has time to, pre- to prepare, he does beat all of the individual men- members of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. How's this overrated? Uh, <laughs> well... I don't know, I just don't think he has as much power. He just doesn't seem as good as he's uh, he's supposed to be, I guess. But uh, probably my favorite version of Batman is on the How It Should Have Ended videos on YouTube. Basically what they do is they kind of poke fun at different movies, and Batman on there is just hilarious. So, uh, yeah, he's uh, probably one of my favorite DC characters. And he's number seven on my list, Batman. Nice. Good choice, good choice. But I still say he should be higher. Eh. Oh, so maybe he's higher for you. Maybe he's higher for me. I we'll find out. Stay tuned. We'll see. <laughs> Let's keep going. On to number six. Number six for me, another DC superhero, another member of the Justice League, Green Lantern. Aha. Meh. In brightest day, in blackest night. No evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power, Green, Green Lantern's, Lantern's light. It's yeah. so cheesy. Okay, the movie, yes, it is cheesy. The movie was bad. Very, very bad. Yes, it was. But in the comics... I thought the movie was okay. In the comics and in the Justice League cartoon, A+. plus. Very good. He was always my least favorite character in the Justice League cartoon. Well, he's honestly. that's he, racist. He's re- he's it's really not creative. because of who he is. It's just <laughs> the superhero part is just kind of boring. Well, it's really Aww. creative because to me, they he can do whatever he wants. They use this thing that you so wouldn't really Superman. think of. They use him. His powers come from his will to fight, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is so cool and. I wouldn't think of that for sure. No, the, the concept is really cool. He it's just with his mind. somehow the, the execution of it just doesn't grip me. Okay. Well, in the comics, I think it's better. And you have different people playing Green yeah. or as Green Lantern, part of the Green Lantern Corps, which is this uh, intergalactic police force. Yeah, and that's so, pretty neat. Yeah, so you've got all these different cool Green Lanterns. You've got. Jo- uh, John Stewart, the one from the cartoon. He's my favorite. Yeah, he was an architect, and so he kind of builds his constructs like an architect would. And there's Kyle Rayner, and he's an artist, and so he has all these fantastic things that he can make with his ring. And there's the original Hal Jordan, and he's a fighter pilot, so he's fearless and a great will. And there's all sorts of other cool characters. And I don't know, I like Green Lantern. He was. He's kind of the the science fiction part of the DC universe. And yeah, flying around space, fighting space aliens. And it was kind of cool when they started introducing other color rings. Yeah. Well, that was kind of cool. So you got so the green la- rings for the Green Lanterns, and there's all the other colors there's of the spectrum. Blue, blue for and hope. red, and purple, and black, and white. And, and pink, and orange, and lavender. Anyway, and for if the you, hippie and lanterns, if you, if you no. think that the Green Lantern motto is cheesy, the Orange Lanterns, uh, who represent greed, they're powered by greed. Uh-huh. Their creed is "What's mine is mine, and mine and mine, and mine and mine and mine, not yours." I love it. 
I know, right? <laughs> so you yeah, lo- you cheese lovers. Who it's knows? Great. Maybe someday they'll have a a good Green Lantern on a movie. I'm not holding my breath. Green Lantern, okay. Lantern War with all the other colors. It might mm-hmm. be pretty good. That's what I'd call I'm, it. Yeah, I think Green Lantern might work best as an animated character, just yep. for or as a an animated comic book character. So we'll see. I'm sure they'll try again, but for now, I'm happy with Green Lantern. My number six comic book character. Nice. As he is. Animated. Drawn. Yeah. He's on my honorable mentions because he's pretty cool. Nice. Okay, so I accidentally skipped my number eight. I don't know how because I've got him numbered. But here it goes. My number eight is Spider-Man. So I don't have a (laughs) specific favorite. Yeah. (sighs) Jonah Hex and Daredevil are better than Spider-Man. No. No. I know. I just lost half our podcast listeners. Including me. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Go ahead. Spider. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, being that I don't have much much, uh, knowledge, I'm so uninitiated of in comic books. Uh, I just don't know too much about Spider-Man beyond the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, oh man, I'm sorry. Honey. That's bad. I've my closest. I'll hold you. My closest introduction to how the character apparently is supposed to be was in the Captain America Civil War, Aww, yeah. where he's oh, yes. uh, the young boy, and he's uh, pe- you know, Quippy. people can't get him to stop that talking, is. and uh, he's fun. And so I would be interested in reading more comic books that have him, but I don't want to just go and sift through all the thousands of comic books that are out there. So if you know of some good editions, please comment and let me know, and that way I can go read them and find out what all the hype about Spider-Man is about. But I think he has really cool powers, being able to climb up walls, shoot out webs. It's just cool. And uh, his... uh, his little catchphrases, like, I'm your fr- friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And he does seem like a pretty good guy. Uh, so those are pretty fun. Uh, I don't like his girlfriends. <laughs> Betty Brant is good in the comics. Okay, I, I've yet to meet her. Of course they wouldn't pick the good girlfriend to put in the movies. Yeah. Alrighty, so that was my number eight. And now we'll move on to Zach's number six. <laughs> All right, my number six, um, Brian. You might have heard of this character, definitely. Melissa, you, I'm sure you haven't. His name is Impossible Man. He's a nope. Marvel character. Nope. Tell me about him. Okay, he's not a hero, and he's not a villain. He's not even really an anti-villain. He's which not is... even a man. <laughs> That's true. He is not a man. <laughs> what? He is an alien. Oh man, I love his planet name. His planet name is Pop Up, and he's a Pop Upian. What? Isn't it great? <laughs> I love it. How do you spell it? P O P U P? Uh, P O P P U P, and then P E O P P U P I A N. All right. Pop Upian. Huh. So, so uh, he's a Pop Upian from Pop Up, and uh, his abilities include <laughs> shape shifting, which is pretty cool. And manipulation and teleportation. Uh, he like, can basically turn into anything. Like, he could turn into a skyscraper if he wanted to. Hmm. So, sort of, like, stretchy? Like, 
Like, um, like Plastic Man? Or no, he doesn't stretch. He can just like man? turn into shapeshift kind of thing. Mm. Um, hmm. He can also break the fourth wall. Not only that, but he can jump through the broken fourth wall because in one <laughs> comic he shows up at the Marvel Studios. Whoa. Yep. Kind of wreaks havoc. I was uh, choosing mm-hmm. between him and Deadpool, kind of the crazy ones who break the fourth wall, but mm-hmm. Deadpool is kind of gory, so I chose Impossible Man. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know. I, I liked him ever since I saw him on a show called uh, Avengers Assemble. It's a really good cartoon. You should check it out. Hmm. Uh, he's really crazy on there, and he's not really... He's not a villain, and he's not a hero. He's just kind of out there. He's just <laughs> a fun character. Hmm. Well, he sounds interesting. He sounds like yeah. somebody I'd, I'd like. I kind of <laughs> like those anti-hero characters. His appearance is also pretty funny. He's like this little short green kind of what you think of when you think of an alien, and he has like, uh, in most comics, he has like a purple kind of shirt and purple gloves, <laughs> and he has kind of a comical appearance, and uh, I don't know. I just really like him. Nice. Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, sounds like a good choice. So, number six, <laughs> Impossible Man. All right, we're getting to the good ones now. My yes. number five is Captain Cold. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> Definitely the best of the Flash villains. Eh, that's Flash, disputable. Well, we'll see. Flash is, uh, I think he is the best, uh, second best group of villains in the DC universe. I, I'd say he is the second best group of villains in any universe, <laughs> in any uh, superhero universe. Are you going to tell us who has and, the best later on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And Alrighty. Captain Cold is the best of the Flash villains. Oh, man. So, reading about him in the comic books, he's the leader of the the rogues, those the, those group of, of uh, Flash villains. He is sort of this honorable villain where, uh, you know, he has his own code of honor, and, uh, he, you know, he keeps the others in line. He uh, has all these interesting moments like, for example... A flash goes missing in one comic series, and so he and the other rogues basically step in and start doing the Flash's job and what? stopping crime for him. It's like stay Why? out of our city because we want to take it over. So stay yeah. out. Yeah, basically. That's awesome. It's like, hey, don't mess with, don't mess with our city. So don't mess like- with Flash. He's ours. Like so, a gang, almost. Yeah, sort of how like you fight with your brothers and sisters, but then if someone else does messes with your brother or sister, it's like, hey, hands off. <laughs> it's <laughs> almost like you that in the kind face. of relationship. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, I think he even becomes a hero in some of the Justice League. He joins the Justice League in some of the recent comics. I haven't read comics in a while, but I heard about that. So that's kind of cool. And he's really good in the CW Flash TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the one of my favorite characters in that, which is a, a lot of fun to watch, and yeah, has a really cool character design. Got that parka that he wears, <laughs> the, the cool blue so glasses, yeah. interesting freeze gun, and the big gun, yeah. So yeah, I like him much better than Mister Freeze. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> yeah, Captain I'll Cold's agree with that. At. So. Yeah, and he's especially played by Wentworth Miller in mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. CW verse. Yeah, he's got that snarky. Uh, sardonic twist to his mouth always. Mm-hmm. And More like snart e. <laughs> well, boo. <laughs> and he's always got he's always got a reply. Right. Yep. Yep. So that's why he's my number five, All Captain right. Cold. Good choice. Can't argue with that one. All right. Well, speaking of Captain Cold, my number five is the Flash. 
his nemesis. So I think my favorite Flash version is Wally West on the Justice League. Mm. But I do like Barry Allen in the Flash TV series. And so it's a really cool uh, power and, you know, that you can run real fast. But I really like how they've done so many awesome things with it that not only can he just run real fast, but he kind of can see the world in slow motion. He can phase through objects. He can run back in time or forward. Yeah. He can run up the sides of buildings. Uh, he can create whirlwinds. It. I don't know, to, to watch the Justice League and the Flashverse and stuff, it just seems like uh, he pretty much is all-powerful and could be all unstoppable if he really wanted to be. Good thing he's a good guy, yeah. right? Yep. And hopefully he never gets mind-controlled. <laughs> but uh, I really like the Wally West character and how he's just really really fun-loving and and the nice guy. You, you can't really hold a grudge against Wally. Not, Everybody loves him. Not the Wally West in the CW show because he's not funny. No, the one <laughs> in the Justice League. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's my number five. The Flash. Yeah, uh, CW Barry Allen is, is more similar, I think, to the cartoon. Yeah, Wally yeah. West. But he's not quite as funny, I don't think. <laughs> cool. All right. What's your number five? My number five is a Marvel villain, I'd say. He's probably the most powerful Marvel villain of all. The most powerful Marvel villain of all. Can you guess it? Um, Darkseid? He's DC. Oh. The Living Tribunal. No, this is like a cooler version of Darkseid. Oh, yeah, because you like him from uh, Dice Masters. Um, Thanos. Thanos, yeah, I knew you liked him. Thanos, he, the infinite, that's his title. <laughs> he beats the Avengers, he cracks Captain America's shield, he like- Aw oh, man, these are all spoilers for the upcoming movies. <laughs> <laughs> he can lift Thor's hammer, he beats up the Hulk. There's one what-if comic, Brian mentioned them earlier, where he goes to this planet, uh, and basically all of, or the- the residents there are- have similar strength and characteristics to the Hulk- and so there's like hundreds of them, and Thanos conquers their world and beats all of them up. <laughs> like, all at once. Hmm. So he can beat several hundred Hulks at once. That's crazy. Also, in one comic, uh, there's this uh, demon, Mephisto, mm-hmm. who is in the I comics. have heard of him. Thanos makes a deal to sell his soul to him for whatever, and then later on, Thanos breaks the deal, beats up Mephisto, and takes his soul back. What? That's pretty sick. He also <laughs> defeats the Eater of Worlds, Galactus, in several comics. Well, that's crazy cool. Nice, nice. Yep, because Galactus is pretty crazy powerful, yep. but Thanos whoops him. Pretty, of course, pretty, Thanos pretty did well. get beat by Squirrel Girl that one time. That's because Squirrel Girl can beat anyone if she's lucky <laughs> enough. <laughs> Indeed. Other than that, Thanos, I don't think, has ever been defeated, just, like, hmm. transported to a different world, and then he always comes back, pretty much. Crazy. So, yeah, with his infinity gauntlet and his infinity stones, mm-hmm. basically unstoppable. Well. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see how how he is in the upcoming Marvel movies. Ho, mm-hmm. ho, ho. Hopefully he doesn't disappoint you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah. doubt it. He He's he's really great, especially in Guardians of the Galaxy when Ronin, the Defiler, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, or accuser or something like that 
Ronin's like making demands of Thanos and he's like, your politics bore me, boy. And Ronin on there is really powerful and stuff. And Thanos is just like <laughs> criticizing him. It's like, you're making me tired, kid. So yeah, he's just really cool. And yeah, that was my number five. Thanos. Nice. All right. My number four is Booster Gold. <laughs> have you heard of Booster Gold? Oh, yeah. What? Booster Gold. Yes, I have, have heard of him. Oh, yeah. He's a fun character. He's great. <laughs> yeah, I like the fun, humorous, lighthearted superheroes. So, Booster Gold is from the future. He came back in time and used his futuristic technology to be a superhero just so he could get the glory and the fame. He was doing it totally for selfish reasons, but he grows as a character, <laughs> and eventually he's doing it out of out of selflessness and it's funny because at at one point he even becomes almost sort of like a doctor from doctor who Mm -hmm. character where he's going through time and fixing things Mm -hmm. and nobody knows what he's doing Uh, everybody has to believe that he's still just a silly kind of screw up because if they didn't if any villains found out he was actually you know traveling through time and fixing things yeah then he'd be in trouble yeah but uh, That's so, really cool. Yeah, so it kind of <laughs> plays with that. So he used to be kind of a screw-up and really selfish, and now he has to have everyone still believe that. Aww. Even other heroes, like even the Justice League, believes that he's still just a, a goofball and no good. But he's actually going through time and, and fixing things up. So it's really cool. So I, he has to be really selfless to do that. I really like his robot sidekick. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't Skeet? remember. Yeah, yeah Skeet Skeets, yep. I yeah, he's great in the Justice League <laughs> cartoon. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the first time I saw yep. Mr. Gold. Yep. Saves the world. He's really good friends with Blue Beetle. Yeah. That's yeah. What you were mentioning yeah. that earlier. So, yeah, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I like Booster Gold. People keep asking him, are you Green Lantern? <laughs> Can uh, I have your yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> actually Booster Gold. Yeah. Yeah, I like this character a lot, too. <laughs> good yep. choice. Thanks. He's, he's pretty funny. Yeah, that's for sure. So that's my number four, Booster Gold. Nice. All right. Well, for my number four, we're leaving the lighthearted spectrum of the comic book world, and we're going to the darkest of the dark, the Joker. Whoa. Batman's greatest enemy. I didn't know you liked him this much. (sighs) Every time he shows up, whether it's in the comic books or in... The Batman animated series, or Justice League, or or the live action movies, you never know what is going to happen. You can't predict the Joker, and that makes him so hard to outwit and defeat. That's true. And he's uh, so maniacal and insane. He does things for the sheer joy of doing evil things. And uh, I think my favorite version is the one played by Mark Hamill, like we discussed <laughs> earlier. Yeah. With his maniacal laugh. But, yeah. boy, I've just never found anyone who's a greater match for Batman. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because yeah. he is he is so chaotic and mm. unpredictable. Yeah. So that's my number four, um, the Joker. Yeah, uh... The Joker is definitely a really interesting character, and um, his character, I guess, is so intense that the actor for one of the new movies that played the Joker, he actually, like, kind of got into the part and, like, went insane and 
Wow. Stuff like that. Yeah, he did get really into the part, and he did commit suicide later, but I, I don't think it was actually because of that part. He was, he had a drug problem and stuff. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of uh, the Joker going insane, isn't there an episode where uh, I think the Joker manages to finally trap Batman and, what is it, do something to him? Uh, and now Batman is just an ordinary citizen, and Joker is king of the world. But then Batman tells him, well, without the, without me, then you're nothing. There's no point to you. And the Joker wants Batman to come back because, really, his life has no purpose and meaning if he can't be Batman's greatest enemy. Sounds kind of like Megamind, the movie. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> so anyway, that's my number four. The Joker. Okay. Pretty pretty good choice. Good pick. I had him as an, an honorable mention. Okay. My number four is the opposite of dark. <laughs> it's from the Bone comics. Ah, uh, nice. Definitely my favorite uh, character from the Bone comics is Smiley Bone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's very stupid, and he's hilarious, and... Uh, I don't know, he's just likable, like, some of the obvious things he says, and, uh, also, on the one part, they're about to get swarmed by locusts in the first book, and, uh, the, his cousins, the other Bones, the other main characters, say, what is that, and, uh, is it the townspeople who are chasing them, and he said, nope, no people, just locusts, pretty cool, huh, and he just stands there while the other two are running, and they get swarmed by locusts. And uh, probably my favorite part with him <laughs> is uh, in at the end of the second book, he's uh, with another character, Lucius Down. It's a really big uh, brawny guy, and they're fixing the roof. And uh, Lucius is trying to stay on the roof to fix it, and Smiley Bone keeps talking when he's supposed to be helping him. And so uh, in the end, Lucius does fall, and it's just really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell us a little bit about the Bone comic books. Um, the Bone comic books, I haven't gotten super far into them. I've only read the first two, and I believe there are nine books. Uh, they're really humorous. Uh, at least the first two books are. I know, Brian, you said that they get a little more serious. So I don't know if I'd want to read the next ones, <laughs> but they're really funny. It's about, uh... The Bone Cousins, they get run out of a town called Boneville because uh, the one cousin, Phony Bone, he pulls some shady business deals and he's the really greedy one and stuff like that. And so uh, they find this valley that's really beautiful and stuff like that. And uh, it turns out that there's a conflict in the valley that looks a little deeper than it first did. So yeah, really good comic series. You should check it out. Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, it's almost like uh, Disney cartoon characters meet Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of how... Pretty I, good description. I think I've heard it described that way. So yeah, pretty good series. Check it out. So that was my number four, Smiley Bone. All right, my number three already been mentioned, The Flash. <laughs> I won't say too much more about him, except that, yeah, I like the upbeat, positive superheroes for the most part, and sort of the quipping, uh, having fun characters. Uh, one of my favorite moments with The Flash, so back, I don't know, really old comics, maybe 60s or so, 50s, 60s, 
there's a there's a issue where Superman and the Flash race, hmm. and Superman beats the Flash in a in a race for charity, and then in a modern day comic book, uh, they a uh, Flash is running away as fa- he's running away real fast, and Superman runs and catches up to him, and they have a conversation, and I think Superman says something to the effect of, "Hey, you can't you can't just run away from me." I beat you in a race once, remember? <laughs> and Flash says, Clark, that was for charity. And then he kicks it up a notch and like runs even so much faster than he was already running. <laughs> like they're already running uh, speed of sound awesome. or something like that. And yeah, it just takes off and leaves Superman in the dust. So Sweet. It was wow. a pretty cool, pretty cool that's, moment. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So he's definitely one of those characters that could be overpowered. Yeah. I but... can see that. He's a fun character. Good thing he's one of the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's my number three, The Flash. All right. My number three, getting away from the fun, happy-go-lucky guys and on to the conflicted, soul-torn anti-hero. My number three is the steel-jacketed man from the Astro City comic books. Oh. Zach, I don't think you've read these, uh, no, but I, I recommend I them to you and to all of our listeners. They are a breath of fresh air in the world-weary comic book series books. Um, so, even with my limited uh, expertise in comic books, I'm already kind of tired of them, and that's why I said I'm not really interested in looking up more unless people Aww. can recommend yeah. additions to me. Because there's a lot of dumb, lame stories out there. I'm only interested in the good ones. I don't want to have to sift through all the bad ones. But the Astro City books, uh, I've read the first three, and they're really good. They they feel, like like I said, like a breath of fresh air. So the Steel Jacketed Man, or Steel Jack for short, is a guy who was raised, you know, to a poor family and... The dad was abusive, and so he grew up kind of hard-bitten, and they were in a poor section of town, and so he grew up in street gangs, and he got into trouble with the police, and uh, got into gangs and stuff, and in and out of jail numerous times. And then one time, uh, he uh, joined this evil scientist for the money and let him experiment on him and put him in this like not molten metal but this thing that encased his skin in metal so that basically his skin is now just completely metal and so he can he's really tough and strong now but on the other hand he now has to uh buff his skin every day (laughs) so polish out rust and stuff um, and so, you know, he's this big bad guy, and when you meet him, he's, like, in his, I don't know, mid-40s now, after a life of crime, and he's just, he's just tired of all of it. He just wants to live a normal life, you know, but nobody, uh, believes that he can change, and on top of that, there's been a bunch of murders in his area of town, and criminals are being murdered, And sure, they're criminals, but, you know, he knew these guys and they had families and, you know, they're sure they're bad guys, but, you know, he knows their other side where, you know, they love their their kids and 
they're his friends, so he sets out to look for the murderer. And so he's got that whole anti-hero vibe going on, and it's a really interesting study. Uh, it's the Astro City Book 2, Volume 2. I encourage all of you to go check it out. That's my number three, Steeljack. I'm not sure. I don't think that's actually from Volume 2. Oh, uh, maybe it was Volume 3 after all. I'm not sure what number it is. I think it might just be a, a kind of standalone book in that universe. But yeah, that's a really good one. I didn't think at all about the Astro City books, but I really, really like those. And that's a that's a really good choice. I, I recommend any everyone checking those out. Okay, I might I might read them sometime. If I can find them. Yeah. We've got a couple here at the house if you want to read them. Yeah, I might check those out. All right. My number three is a crossover with Brian, The Flash. Hey, a three-way Air crossover. High five. Air high five. Well, it was the same number for Brian and I, the same yeah, yeah. character oh, from Melissa well, and I. So you know. It was a two and a half crossover. Okay. So he's a DC hero. He's my favorite DC character ever. Totally. Because I love his set of powers. I love it that uh, in some comics he flies by flapping his arms really fast. That's really funny. And uh, his super speed is really cool. And uh, Marvel kind of took their shot with Quicksilver, but I don't think he even comes close to being as cool as the Flash. No. No. Uh, My favorite version of the Flash is Wally West. Um, because he's hilarious, especially on the Justice League Unlimited cartoon. Uh, on the one episode, he, his, uh, his, uh, his mind is switched with Lex Luthor, so he's in oh, Lex yeah. Luthor's body, and it's hilarious because, uh, he goes into the bathroom at this supervillain hideout where a bunch of supervillains are gathered, and he's trying to think of what to do. And so he's about to go out, and the one villain comes in and says, aren't you going to wash your hands? And he says, no, because I'm evil. <laughs> and that's such a great line. So uh, Wally West is uh, definitely really funny in the different cartoons and uh, in some of the comics and stuff like that. Um the Flash also can time travel, like I think uh, both of you said, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, he fights a lot of villains with similar powers of super speed, and uh, they can do more with their speed than he can. He or They're even faster than he is, but it's just kind of cool because they're, they're, he and his a lot of his villains are similar. And so to see them fighting with the same powers it's pretty cool yeah it's good it it is a little convenient that right about the time a good superhero speedster shows up then all these bad speedsters show show up too yeah that's true but at least at least there's one to balance out all the bad <laughs> yep and he always uh wins in the end and uh i don't know he's just a really likable character and he's just fun and really cool so, yeah, that's my number three, The Flash. Lightning. <laughs> nice. All right, my number two is Batman. <laughs> yes, I kind of agree that he's overrated, but on the other hand, he's still almost the best su- superhero. And uh, you guys have already talked about him a lot, so I'll just say I really like his comics. I think he has some of the best comics the Grant Morrison run in the, I think, 2000s. 
of Batman. Really, really strong. Uh, the limited series, The Long Halloween, was a really good Batman series. And, yeah, the Batman the Animated Series is great. He's great in Justice League. The Christopher Nolan movies are probably my favorite superhero movies. So, yeah, it's... I, I mean, the the old... The old 1960s Batman. Not as much a fan of that one. Eh, no. The, was it 90s Batman movies? I've seen parts of those, and those I, I don't really... I don't really have any affinity for those. But the character, pretty great overall. That's my number two, Batman. All right, well, moving on to my number two is also Batman. Da-da! And before you go on, okay. just to answer a question you had earlier, I think Batman has the best villains in all of superhero comics. I mm. figured. I, I would, don't know. I, I think my number one has the best villains. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about it. So I think Batman is the best superhero, and he's not even super. It's mm. all up to him. It's all his own strength. And that's kind of what's so cool about him is... You know, just the thought that maybe if we all applied ourselves just as hard, we could be that true. And that strong too. and handsome. And learn martial well, arts. Well, what does handsome... Well, I guess handsome has helped him to get into some different areas, different situations. Anyway, so I'd say it's it's still the idea that, you know, maybe we could we could all be Batman if we tried really hard. And if we had a lot of money. And I like also that, uh, you know, he's not just a two-dimensional character. You know, you think he's this big, dark knight. And then uh, he'll go and, and sit with the little girl who's about to die. And, you know, everybody else is really scared of her because she's got crazy mind-controlling powers. But uh, she's about to die, so he just sits with her until she passes away in his arms. And it's kind of sad. And, you know, he's... he his decision not to ever shoot anyone with a gun not to take someone's life you know he's not he's so concerned with justice and uh, that gets him into some really sticky situations sometimes so just a very interesting character with very interesting plot plot lines my number two batman (laughs) Alrighty, my number two I was kind of struggling with my number one, but I just couldn't replace my number one. So my number two is Captain America from the Marvel Mm. comics. Captain America is an awesome superhero (laughs) who symbolizes totally the coolest country in the world. Sorry (laughs) for for people who are listening from different countries, but uh, in my opinion, America is the best. Truth, justice, and the American way. Oh, yeah. And an awesome shield that's nearly indestructible. Sweet. That makes up Captain America. Plus, he's really good looking and super (laughs) buff and strong, so. Lucky him. That makes a good superhero, right? Wow. (laughs) So, uh, Captain America, he stands for justice and uh, morality, and he's just really cool, and um, he's very... uh, He's very virtuous in the comics and uncorruptible. Yeah, and he's he is like uh he always tries to do what's right even if uh like in Captain America Civil War, he does what he thinks is right even though he's going against the law. 
So it's kind of uh, disputable, but uh, he does what he believes is right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sorry to say that I might not like these new Spider-Man movies that they're coming out with just because I was rooting for Captain America's side in Captain America's Civil War. <laughs> so I was really sad that they got that Spider-Man off on a bad note for me. But <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I really enjoy watching his movies. I'd say of the Avengers, his are probably uh, his and Ant Man's. Uh, but of like the main Avengers, his are the most enjoyable to watch. Yeah, and he's not the strongest, uh, not the strongest member of the Avengers, but he leads the Avengers, and he's such an inspirational leader, and right. he always pulls them through the tough times. Yeah, when they're fighting each other and. He tries to pull them together. People just automatically look to him. Yeah, he's a natural leader. So that's my number two, Captain America. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. Then on to the number ones. My number one, already lower on Melissa's list, Spider-Man. Is that your number one, Zach? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Woo here. Spider-Man. He's the man. Yeah. I think if you look at comic books... You know, there's there's some real old cheesy Batman comics. Mm-hmm. There's uh, bad comics for just about every character, but I think pretty much everything Spider-Man's been in, I've liked. I just like the sort of young kid Spider-Man, where he's in high school or college and he's juggling his responsibilities and nothing ever goes right. And I like grown-up Spider-Man, where he's married, maybe even has a child. And he's all responsible and has a family to take care of. And he's taking care of Aunt May. And I like his fighting style, how he's so agile and has probably the best uh, costume in superhero comics. I will say that's a really sweet costume. Yeah, with all the web lines and yeah. stuff. Hardly changed at all since the 60s. Oh, what I was, what I started to say earlier. Uh, even the, like the 1960s Spider-Mans are still, I think, really readable. And, uh, very humorous character, always has a joke or a quip, even in battle. And so, yep, I've always liked Spider-Man. As a kid, I liked Spider-Man. Uh, the movie is pretty good. Spider-Man 2 was definitely the best one. The others, I'd say, kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like the not-so-amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think either of those movies were great. But uh, I really liked him in Civil War, the Civil War movie. So... I have high hopes for any future Spider-Man movies. So, you want to go ahead and talk about him as well, Zach? And then we'll let Melissa finish up? Uh, sure. Uh, I love Spider-Man because, you know, some other superheroes, like Batman, he has all the money, and Superman, he's always the heroic one, and it seems to go well for him. But Spider-Man, he's very realistic. He has troubles outside of superhero work. Like, he has to... still take care of his school uh when he's still in school in the first comics and um we have the first 30 issues in uh three collections of comics and i've read them a lot of times and i i've really come to love the spider-man comics well maybe i can read them when i come up this christmas yeah definitely could definitely remind me of that Alrighty, (laughs) i will um and uh, like I said, I think my number one who is Spider-Man, I think his villains are the best. Mm-hmm. I've already mentioned Electro. There's also classic villains like Doc Ock and the Doc Green Ock's Goblin. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the two most well-known, probably because of the 
of the movies mostly. Mm-hmm. Doc Ock was the first villain to defeat him. And uh, there's also some other ones like Venom. He's, he was definitely uh, close with Electro for my favorite Spider-Man villain. And uh, Sandman also, really mm-hmm. creative character. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Spider-Man, he has cool villains. He has cool abilities. Uh, his spider sense, with it you can beat Daredevil hollow. <laughs> and uh, in the one comic, actually, he fights Daredevil because he's under uh, mind control of a guy named the Ringmaster. Ah, uh, yes. And so he can't think freely, and so he's kind of at a disadvantage, but he's still beating Daredevil, so... Right. Yeah. Take that, Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> so, my number one, the best uh, comic book character ever, Spider-Man. All right. So, Melissa... You said that Batman was your favorite superhero, so that means your number one is not a superhero. Is that correct? Correct. So my favorite comic book par- character has been a villain and a hero and kind of a goofy character. Do you want to guess? Deadpool. No. <laughs> yeah. Is it from uh, one of the TV shows that we've watched? It is. Oh, Harrison Wells. (laughs) Harrison Wells from Uh, The Flash. Okay, so he's been in every season, three seasons of The Flash so far. And he plays a different character in each one. So, spoiler alert for The Flash TV show. If you haven't seen it, stop listening now and skip ahead for a few minutes. And so in the first... So are you saying you like the character Harrison Wells or you like the actor Tom Cavanaugh who plays a bunch of different characters? Both. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So anyway, uh, (laughs) I think as the reverse Flash, he is a really creepy, awesome villain. And uh, he's one of those villains where you... You just loathe and hate the guy for how devious and and sneaky he is. But you also kind of respect him for how he seems to genuinely care about the things he does. And uh, he's got his reasons and, and you can't help but admire how he's got this overarching plan that uh, seems unbeatable by the good guys. That he's always outwitting them at every turn. And then in the second season, he plays the cranky good guy from another another Earth. And in the third season, he plays the goofy good guy from another Earth, who is also uh, kind of uh, not a hobo, but he's he's a fraud, certainly. And uh, he's not what they expected when they signed him up for the job. So just overall, I think he's done very well by Tom Cavanaugh, and I really like uh, the character that he's portraying as well. That's my number one, Harrison Wells. Don't know anything about him from the comic books. My only exposure is the TV Flash, uh, the Flash TV show, but... What an exposure. Yeah, I think pretty much all of the characters on my list I've seen in more than one thing, except mm-hmm. for maybe a couple. But yeah, that was kind of a, a really uh, loose rule for me. So yeah. Right. But I really like Harrison Wells. He's <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Good choice. So do you guys have any honorable mentions? I have a few. Yes, me as well. 
All right, real quick. Beast from the Marvel Super uh, Marvel Avengers, or X-Men, actually. Uh, especially when he's in his feline form. Very mm-hmm. cool character. Uh, Bizarro, Superman villain. Mm. Sort of the opposite of Superman and does uh, says speaks in opposite language. Commissioner Gordon, I really like in pretty much any Batman-related thing. Doctor Doom, pretty cool villain mm. for the Fantastic Four. The Joker, already mentioned earlier. Mogo. Have you guys heard of Mogo? No, I, I haven't. I've heard of him. Okay. But I don't... I, I, can, I can't place the name, but I remember him. So Mogo is in the Green Lantern Corps that I mentioned earlier, but he is a oh, sentient a planet. planet. Yeah. And it's just pretty awesome. Every time he shows up, it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty awe-inspiring. Whoa, a planet. Uh, thinking real life uh, with a mind planet just showed up. Pretty sweet. With Green Lantern abilities. <laughs> exactly. Mysterio, Spider-Man villain. I always liked him as a kid. Mm-hmm. Oracle, the uh, former Batgirl that is now paralyzed from the waist down. She's in a wheelchair, but still helping Batman with her computer skills. Smiley Bone, you mentioned him earlier, Zach. Yeah. And I forgot to mention he was an honorable mention for me. And Taskmaster, a Marvel supervillain uh, yeah. who He's has, cool. uh, uh, f- I think they describe it as photographic reflexes. So he can just see someone doing something physical and automatically do it. So he sees someone doing a martial art, and now he can do it. Or he sees someone using a sword, and now he knows all those moves with the sword. Yeah, and so he can predict what they're going to do next. Right, so really cool, really cool power set. What about you, Melissa? Okay, so from the DC-verse, I have Ant-Man and Nick Fury. They're from Marvel. And Iron Man. Marvel. I know, sorry. (laughs) I know out there all the nerds are screaming and covering their ears. Like me. Uh, the Tick. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, he's pretty great. Uh, I like Phone Bone from the Bone series. Yeah, I like him too. And also from that series, I like the, the two stupid rat creatures. <laughs> and then Cal from the comic book series Cow and Boy. Very fun. And then last but not least, Calvin and Hobbes. Totally different comic books there at the end, but can't leave them off a comic book uh, countdown. They're just so great. Hmm. My honorable mentions. Well, I was thinking we do a separate newspaper comics list. Oh, well, boo to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and for my honorable mentions, uh, one of them is Green Lantern. I believe, Brian, you mentioned that. Yep. Really cool, creative superhero. Loki from Marvel. He's uh, the god of mischief. Uh, from Asgard, Thor villain, really cool. Uh, Thor, Marvel superhero, is also on my on my honorable mentions because he's a really cool superhero. You should check out his comics. Yeah. Iron Man, uh, I couldn't go without putting some of those mm-hmm. other Avengers on my list. Uh, he's also a Marvel superhero. Uh, Toxin, he is a symbiote, the offspring of Carnage in the comics. Oh yeah, he's a pretty cool character. Uh, he's actually a good symbiote. You should look him up. And also, uh, an honorable mention from the Bone Comics, Grandma Ben. Probably my second favorite <laughs> from yeah, she's good. that series. The tough old lady. <laughs> Alright, well I think that just about wraps this list up. Uh, you guys got, got anything else you want to say? Well, I want to say thanks for having me on the podcast. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been great having you. Yeah, maybe in another 24 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to be on again sometime. Yeah, that'll be fun. And thanks so much, listeners, for listening. We would love to hear what some of your favorite comic book heroes and villains and characters are. So write us. 
You can email us at tto at coser.us or you can comment on our website, tto.coser.us. And if you add a slash 23 at the end, you'll go straight to the show notes for this episode. Our next episode is going to be top 10 sci-fi characters. That should be a very interesting and enlightening episode. Tune in next time for that. Until next time, I'm Melissa Kozer. I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Zach Kozer. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. In blackest day, in brightest night. Wait, no, no. evil. In blackest, wah, wah, wah. in brightest day, in black. We'll edit that out. In blackest, <laughs> in blackest day, in bright. No, no. Take four. <laughs> in in brightest well, now we have a stinger at least. In blackest okay. night, no evil shall escape my sight.